It's time to know your soul. Are you seeking the you within? Has people pleasing stressed you out? It's time to find your light so you can share your entrepreneurial gifts with the world. Well, Red Rover on over. But the only thing you're breaking through is yourself. This is Soul Amplified. Are you ready? Hello and welcome to the Soul Amplified podcast. I am Vanessa Grace, your host. And today I want to talk to you about something that is really, really important for healing codependency. And that is the sense of powerlessness that comes with it. It is so incredibly common for a codependent person to feel like they don't have any power of choice in their life or in their circumstances. And feeling like um, that main other person in their life um, that is kind of causing all the chaos. And if that other person would only change, then their life would be better. Um, and it's feeling powerless to that other person's choices as if there are no other options than to go along with what they're doing and just try to do the best that you can. But of course, you do always have choice. And the problem is, is that oftentimes the consequences that that other person would do or the reaction that they would have to your choice of kind of like breaking protocol of the balance in the relationship, the consequences would be large and difficult. And so the codependent person maybe continues to go along with whatever is happening. And so it feels powerless because the alternative also feels challenging or insurmountable or just something that they feel like they can't handle. And of course, all of these statements that I'm saying are on a continuum, all the way from living with a person who is um, very intensely entrenched in their addiction or their mental health issues, where you feel like any any deviation from what that person wants is going to create a catastrophe or potential harm for yourself, and all the way down to a lower level where you don't live with a person who causes you life chaos, but that it's like a residual pattern that um, is like left over from childhood, but you're not living with a person who creates chaos for you. Um, but you still find yourself having some milder or less frequent um, codependent behaviors, but they're still evident and you still kind of get freaked out that like, oh no, um, like this feeling rising inside of you. What if I make a choice and somebody else doesn't like it and there's an inner fear. And so then you just kind of go along to get along and don't rock the boat, right? So anything uh, on that continuum is possible for this feeling of powerlessness that I am talking about. And so you gauge what is right for you, right? And really what I am talking about with this sense of powerlessness is victim mindset. And I want to go over with you some things that you can notice within yourself to see if you have victim mindset. Now, full truth, um, I got this list off of a website called lonerwolf.com, L-O-N-E-R-W-O-L-F.com. 
But many of these traits are things that I've talked about in other places. Sometimes it's just nice to have a list right in front of you. And so if you want that list, you can go to lonerwolf.com slash victim dash mentality backslash. And you can also get it. I'll put it in the show notes. I mean, I didn't need to read it out loud, but I did. Oh, well. (laughs) For those of you who have been listening to my podcast um, in sequential order, you will remember an episode from January 29th, 2019. I don't know the show up number. I just have the date. Where I was going through a book on the chakras by Ambika Waters. And in her description of the root chakra and archetypes, she talks about how the less functional archetype of the root chakra is the victim mentality. And so we have already talked about it a little bit, but really there's so much going on with victim mentality that we could talk about it forever and ever and ever and ever and ever, and there wouldn't be enough information to fully encapsulate what it is. Because in all honesty, I continue to learn about victim mentality and incorporate it into my understanding. And so while I may have some knowledge and you may be at the beginning, we are on the road together. So let's go into some basic tenets of what this victim mindset is so that you can tell if you're experiencing it in the codependency that you're having. So again, I've already said that a major component of victim mindset is feeling powerless to the choices that are happening around you and in your life. And I think that is really the main theme. So how does this show up? So you, it's very common for victims to have actually experienced things where someone perpetrated something against them. Um, and, and so they were quote unquote, a victim in the course of something that was immoral or a crime. Um, or something challenging where someone exerted power over them. And so I'm I'm using the term victim there more in terms of something was forced upon them that they didn't want to experience. And that's separate from the victim mindset that I'm talking about. So, but it's very common for people with victim mindset to have experienced something like that. But what can happen is continuously reliving the past of those painful memories that like were the beginnings of feeling like a victim and kind of living in your mind with those past experiences. And that can keep you in a lower vibration because staying focused on the the negative, those awful things, um, can perpetuate this low vibe energy. And we know we've talked about the law of attraction, how that can then attract other low vibe things to you. And so people with a victim mentality can end up having this belief that everything and everyone is out to get them. And now they may experience things that are tough in life, but how much of that is because their mindset is expecting them to experience that? Because, well, it's happened before, so it'll happen again, and it becomes this belief system where it's a self-fulfilling prophecy. And so that can be a hard thing to break away from when you've continuously experienced hardship. Now, if you, if, what am I trying to say? If you haven't gone down the path to that level, there can still be other elements of victim mindset that you are having. 
um, a person can feel powerless to change their circumstances. Like they aren't going to give themselves the power to change the circumstances because they have given their power away to other people or other institutions. And those people and those institutions have the power. And so I don't have the power within me to make changes. So I'm, I'm just floating along here. And then you can kind of like insert the whiny tone and the despondency and why bother. And this is not just having a moment of this. This is kind of continuously returning to that kind of a perspective about the world. And it also has this tone of feeling unable to cope with what happens to you and kind of like just dropping in to, I'm just going to curl up here and just things are going to happen around me and to me and I'm just going to try and get through, but not actually try and solve it because that would note that I have power and the person is feeling powerless. Now, when a person, I just got a drink of water. That's what that noise was. Now, when a person is frequently returning to the times when they were actually, um, you know, victimized, they can end up talking about those experiences and talking about them frequently. And that can be an attempt or a bid to get sympathy from other people. And, you know, it's okay to have sympathy for other people who have experienced bad things, but if that continues to be their mantra um, and they're disappointed when they don't get the appropriate sympathy that they um, believe they deserve, they can be disappointed. Like, I shared my awful story with you, and you weren't sad enough to satisfy me. You weren't um, apologetic enough. Not that that person needs to apologize for the behavior of other, but like, you weren't like, oh, poor you, I am so sorry. That is so incredibly awful. You know, you weren't doing that enough to satisfy my level of how bad I think it was, and they can be disappointed or frustrated in your lack of appropriate level of angst or sympathy for you. And so there can be an emotional reaction to that as well. And so there are certain people who, when they notice um, these stories coming out again and again and again from the same person, you know, they've already given their sympathies, um, but it keeps happening again and again and again, and they don't see the person attempting to overcome the effects of that or take control of their life, they maybe will stop giving sympathy because they're like, I'm not going to give that to you anymore. You're not doing anything to help yourself. And then the person with a victim mindset will label that person as unkind or, you know, whatever label they need to give them so that they can be like, they weren't nice to me. They were awful and weren't sympathetic enough. So I'm going to move on. And then they will find a new person to share their stories with who will give them the appropriate amount of sympathy and condolences and maybe hugs and maybe snacks and maybe rides and maybe attention or whatever fills this person's cup, um, the victim mindset person's cup. The problem is that you can run out of people that are willing to give that to you. And if the victim mindset person um, ends up being labeled a complainer, 
which can happen because the the sharing the stories about the tough past can balloon into seeing everything not through rose-colored glasses but the opposite which i guess you could call like dark splotchy glasses and so they can start to see everything through a negative perspective and if you're complaining about your past to seek sympathy for it and you're seeing everything through dark glasses and filtering it all assuming that it's all negative and um what is the word i'm trying to find just basically seeing like everything as negative and filtering it through that like i'm gonna find the negative aspect of this and complain about it even if something goes right i'm still gonna find something to complain about it so you're complaining about your past you're complaining about the present even when something goes right you're not celebrating when something goes right and so when you try to move on to find the next person to be sympathetic to you people who are positive are going to have a hard time being around that all the time because they're trying to be high vibe high vibe people who are happy and purposeful and believe that they have power in their life don't want to spend too much time with a person who has victim mindset. And they might think that you're nice and they might think that you're kind and they might think that you do your job well and have a lot of quality traits. But if you are constantly complaining and powerless and don't feel like um, you have choices, they're not going to want to spend too much time with you. And as you try and move around, as you like, as you're basically negativity kind of eats up these relationships and people want to spend less and less time with you all this negativity is going to make it harder to find new people to want to spend time with you and so what ends up happening is that you end up finding other people who are also in victim mindset because they can feed off of each other in terms of having um all these negative stories to share and the energy level of like high vibe, low vibe, like wherever it is in there is kind of similar because like energies attract like energy. So you're going to end up being with other people who also have victim mindset. So while you're listening to this, if you look around your life and you're seeing victim mindset and other people around you, you may want to check yourself, you know, check yourself and see if you are also having victim mindset, which can be a really hard thing to admit, myself included. Like I was already through um, my all of my group therapy work before I ever admitted that I had had victim mindset about something and I was like, oh shit, and it felt really gross. And I think I've shared that on here before, but um, it was not a fun moment. And so if you're noticing yourself seeing these traits in the people around you, remember like attracts like, so that might be an indication that you have some victim mindset as well. And remember, all of this is on a continuum. So just if you don't relate to the most severe version that I'm talking about, doesn't mean that you don't experience it sometimes or have um, some deep roots that will sometimes grow to the surface and make choices for you from kind of old stuff that's coming up. I hope that makes sense. So another thing about victim mindset that I've kind of alluded to, but it's the refusal or serious lack of interest 
in actually looking at yourself and analyzing your life and see how you can improve yourself or move forward. Sorry if you're hearing some weird techie noises behind me. Suddenly my printer, which is in the same room that I'm recording in, has decided to clean the printer heads. Either that or my husband has decided to print something from the other room, which literally never happens. But I think it's cleaning the printer heads, so sorry. So this refusal to analyze yourself can perpetuate that you are the victim and have power. If you were to actually start to analyze yourself, you would start to see ways that you contributed to your own pain beyond those original circumstances that where you really were, you know, someone took your power from you and was awful to you in some way. Um, those are, you know, valid, true trauma-based experiences in not trauma like big T trauma, but just any time that you didn't get um, a need met or someone was overpowering you. Um, I'm talking about all the other moments where you just decided you didn't have power when in actuality you did have choice. You just chose nothing. And to choose nothing and to choose to not make a choice is to make a choice for the status quo. And so just continuing to choose the status quo was you choosing to not give yourself something that you wanted. And so if you are starting to realize that, oh God, maybe I have victim mindset, analyzing yourself and noticing where you have more power than you think you do, or where your own thoughts have contributed to your life circumstances rather than constantly blaming someone or something else is really going to help you move forward. But really, the first step in noticing victim mindset and healing from it is just admitting that maybe you have some of these traits and noticing where they show up in your life. Another element that I want to touch on is this concept of people with victim mindset ending up around other people with victim mindset and then they're sharing their stories with each other, what can happen is that people with victim mindset will try and one-up each other. They will try to um, have a worse story. They will try and have something more awful that happened to them, and they're like comparing notes. But in reality, you guys, trauma is trauma, and it's all awful, and we don't need to one-up each other. It's really, really unhealthy to try and one-up each other and say, well, mine was worse um, because blah, blah, blah happened to me in my life. Um, that's not a healthy way to manage healing from your trauma, but it is a way that a person with victim mindset can end up behaving with their other victim mindset um, friends, group of people, because they're not always friends. Sometimes it can just be acquaintances or coworkers or whatever. And just to read through a few more of these others that are on this list that I won't go as in depth on them. There can be elements of feeling that life is against me and having that philosophy and often being cynical or pessimistic. You can see the problems that happen in your life as catastrophes and um, making them really, really big, bigger than they actually are. But that's what they feel like inside of you. But you're like, well, this mountain, I'm going to make it into a molehill. 
Um, and it can also feel like when something happens, you're being purposely targeted, but you're the only person who is being targeted. Um, and there can be a sense of constantly blaming other people or situations because you feel miserable, which again goes back to feeling powerless and like you don't have power. And then it gives away the power even for the emotions that you're having when, okay, if you've been listening to me long enough, you know that you are in charge of your own emotional reactions and you working through the layers of this stuff will help you um, see that you're in charge of your own reactions, but that's not um, necessarily an easy thing to start with. Usually it comes along the way as you're working through things. And kind of on the other side of that is, you know, you believe that you're being targeted or mistreated, but you can also feel like everybody else is better off than you. Everyone else is doing better. And this can create another feeling of like a shoe stepping on you and you are just being forced to be small and even not seeing the hardships that other people have. And if you hear about somebody else's hardship, um, maybe, you know, they're not telling it to you to complain. You just hear about it third hand or in a paper or something. And then you'll think to yourself, that's nothing. I've had it worse. Um, and so no one is even trying to compare with you in like a group of friends and one up each other with awful stories. It's just like, you think yours is worse all the time, no matter when you hear of somebody else's hardships. And they're not even trying to do victim mindset games of like getting attention for it. It's just the story's out there or you just heard about it. Um, and so there's even that sense that like everyone else has it better than me. So if you are resonating with what I am saying about victim mindset, take a minute for yourself at some point today and just sit with it. It can be a tough blow to recognize that you're experiencing and perpetuating powerlessness in your own life. And, and then when you have the wherewithal and kind of like gather yourself after your initial reaction to that, it's coming together and deciding that you don't want to be that way anymore. You don't want to perpetuate that in your life anymore because it's debilitating. It keeps you in that same low vibe place and it makes it hard to achieve things. It makes it hard to um, get to the goals that you actually want for yourself and it's almost like part of, well, it is actually part of the self-sabotaging process. It's like you want the sympathy for the tough times in your life more than you want the celebration of the positive things in your life. And it's almost like it would be easier to stay in victim mindset than it would be to heal from the things that originally made you feel like a victim. Um, and healing those things can be tough but I believe you can do it. Just a reminder that the Codependence Holiday Planner is out there for you to consume and purchase. The link is going to be in the show notes. The Codependence Holiday Planner, if you haven't heard yet, is this beautiful workbook that will just be emailed to you after you buy it. It is only $25 because I want everyone to be able to be less codependent this holiday. And so the workbook takes you through kind of analyzing 
what you actually feel about your holiday, and then it helps you design what your dream holiday would feel like and what those experiences would be, and also what's no longer included to make that holiday a dream holiday. It's looking at people-pleasing, it's looking at enabling, it's looking at setting boundaries, it's looking at so many of the components of codependency and how that happens during the holidays. And so then it takes you through all the different ways that you can help yourself set boundaries to actually achieve the dream holiday that you want, where you're actually able to enjoy yourself, experience joy, have bliss, and have relaxation time for yourself. The other exciting thing is that I'm going to be doing a live webinar on October 14th. Um, that's going to be free for you guys to listen to and learn from me more about using the Codependence Holiday Planner. And I don't have the link for that today as I'm recording this, but it will get added to the show notes within a couple days. It will be there in the show notes by the 10th of October, and it will also be all over Instagram. And so you guys can totally check out um, this live webinar on the Codependence Holiday Planner so you can get the planner before the webinar and um, go along with me to learn more how to use it, or you can watch it and see if it's something that you're interested in purchasing, kind of like, I got to check this out before I see if it's going to be worthy for me, you know, worthwhile for me, and then you can get it either way that works for you. So look for that on Instagram and in the show notes soon, the link to that wonderful experience for you. My dear, I hope that this has been useful for you and helpful for you. Go be amazing. Thanks for tuning in, Soul Sister. Do you want to hear from me more? Sign up for my Transforming Your Codependency text messages straight to your phone every Monday, Wednesday, and Friday for inspiration and education. To sign up, text PEACE to 877-338-0875. To spread this message far and wide, screenshot listening to this podcast and share it on social media. Be sure to tag me. I love hearing how you're growing. Get amplified.